0: LinkedIn. let's go hey and Woo! we are live everybody good morning kelly how are you
1: i am doing well how are you
0: i'm super excited let me turn up my volume here everybody welcome to uh one of my favorite things to do which is ask really smart people how to do really smart things uh also known as how multi-unit brands successfully market at the local level and listen kelly i started this project because i wanted to learn so I'm grateful for you taking the time to help me learn, but I hope this also anybody that's watching this now or later that you learned something too. So thank you guys for joining Kelly. Thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, no, thanks for having me. This is uh, one of my favorite topics to talk about. So <laughs>
0: Awesome. God bless. So for those that aren't familiar or those that just need a quick re-education, tell them what virtual dining concepts is. And then also what, what is it that you do?
1: Yeah. Uh, Virtual Dining Concepts, we're the leading provider of delivery-only brands, so we are helping restaurants across the United States maximize their existing kitchen space um, by providing them an additional brand, uh, typically a celebrity brand, that they can execute inside of their kitchen, so things like Mr. Beast Burger, Tiger Bites, Mariah Carey's Cookies. Those are just a few of the brands that essentially we do all the work for and the restaurants just have to make the food. So um, I manage our sales team here at Virtual Dining Concepts. So uh, looking for different restaurant partners and really just having those conversations with restaurants that are looking to generate extra revenue each day.
0: That is awesome. How did this whole thing start? Not, not, Not the concept of a delivery only brand, but VDC. How did that start?
1: Yeah, so Virtual Dining Concepts, our founder is Robert Earl, and he is the owner and operator of over 200 restaurants here in the United States. And those restaurants over three years ago, um, being the owner and operator of them, uh, Robert was responsible for the rent, the utilities, the staff. And he was really looking for a way of how do I maximize those kitchen spaces and and get more revenue out of them without having to buy another restaurant or do anything differently with my existing kitchen spaces. Um, And looking at his sort of his background where he got his start in Planet Hollywood, he really started to leverage the idea of embracing a celebrity inside of these local restaurants. Um, So three years ago, he started testing out those different delivery models Um, our first sort of uh, I would say virtual brand was a company called p.za as well as wing squad and so what was really cool is that it allowed us to test out this delivery only brand find out what the kinks were gonna be really hone in on the recipes and and everything that you needed to sort of make these brands successful um, and really tighten it up so that he was able to take it package it and give it back to other restaurants here in the US.
0: That's awesome. What is Wing Squad still around?
1: Wing Squad is still around. Um, we are actually in over 400 restaurants right now with Wing Squad. Um, now, wings are a little tricky right now if you're in the restaurant industry. For um, sure. uh, You know, when you look at sort of those third party platforms, it, it's a crowd favorite. It's one of those easy to execute. Um, and once you hone in on sort of streamlining the recipe as well as the packaging that it needs to go in to deliver that guest experience, it can be a win for a lot of different restaurants.
0: Uh, A- Andrew would like to comment here that uh, he likes wingy. So do I. So thank <laughs> you. To me like wingy too. Um, that, that is awesome. My name, so hold on. So you guys have 200 brick and mortar 200 ish, right? Mm-hmm. How many delivery only locations do you have?
1: Gosh, we have over 1,200 delivery-only restaurants that we're partnering with right now. Um, It has been just a a wild journey the past few, uh, you know, months. Um, We got our first start with our celebrity brand, Tigabytes. Um, which is an oven baked chicken concept. It, it's taking those, uh, you know, chicken bites, where, which are a customer favorite, um, which a lot of restaurants carry, honing in on how popular sauces are. Um, and that's how we sort of first got our mark in the, you know, the celebrity side of things and looking at these delivery only brands. Um, and, and we've taken off from there, which has been really exciting.
0: That is awesome. Okay, so let, let's stay in sales pitch mode for a second. What, what does it look like for an operator using one of these what are the, that's using one of these brands? Yeah,
1: um, what I love most about it from the operator's perspective, because I've been on the other side of it, is that it is meant to be super simple and it's meant to integrate with your existing operations. The only thing we ask of for our restaurant partners is that they have the food in house. And they make the food on demand when we bring them those orders. They don't have to do any advertising, any branding, any marketing. Uh, virtual dining concepts is going to take care of absolutely everything for them.
0: I, I mean, you know, the, the, we are both in marketing, and the concept of like a magic button is like you know the 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 car used car salesman pitch of that's been around since before my time and will continue to be around this really does sound like a magic button. And I've been inside the hood of what it does. And like, I really actually do think it's a magic button, so.
1: Yeah, Um, and I think about it, you know, when we look at some of these restaurants and, and what I, again, is great about it for these operators is that These concepts allow you to generate more revenue while not taking your eyes off your existing brand, right? At the end of the day, you need to focus on making this brand that your blood, sweat, and tears have built, um, that's gotten you into the restaurant industry and that keeps you in the restaurant industry. And these virtual brands are helped to generate extra revenue that you can put back into that. What's your, you know, what you're passionate about. Um, They're not meant to replace it. They're not meant to do anything different. They're just meant to generate extra revenue for your store so that you can make your existing restaurant concept that much better.
0: Sure. Let, let, let let's play let's play out a scenario here. Okay, so I'm a restaurant brand. I have multiple units. Whatever. I, you know, we're kind of post pandemic ish. Like the great reopening is happening. Like I'm busy. I got this labor issue. Blah blah. blah right. My, like I'm making money again. Right. What's the one thing that most people probably don't have right now? Is a marketing budget. Right. Because we're we're, we're our labor force is costing more. The cost of goods is higher. Rent is probably we got to make some bad. Like there's a lot. Right. Yeah. Having something like this can give you a marketing budget for your regular brand, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, all of our recipes, and we're super blessed in that we're able to test them. We have these 200 sort of test restaurants across the United States. All of the menus and recipes have been built to deliver back to these restaurants, as long as you follow our recipes and our order guides, um, a 30% profitability, And and that 30% can offset so many different things for you in the restaurant, whether it's your, you know, recruiting budget, or it's your marketing budget, it's uh, redoing the seats inside of the restaurant, that extra line of revenue can make a big difference for your restaurant. And, you know, without having to do anything sort of different for it, um, it can be a great opportunity.
0: Hey, I'm hardly a celebrity, but can I start a Nashville hot chicken brand with you, please? We can talk about that later.
1: I mean, I'm about it. You know, <laughs> chicken is very popular right now, and uh, it's a great opportunity.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right. So sales pitch over, and I say that jokingly, like I really do back with you guys do. I think it's incredible. L- let's talk about the topic here. How do you successfully market at the local level? And look, you, you got 200 brick and mortar stores and 1,200 virtual locations. So like you-, you take the driver's seat here. What, what can you teach us?
1: Yeah, I I think, you know, from a a local marketing level, uh, what was incredible about these virtual brands and and putting them inside of your restaurant is that it's helping you sort of acquire new customers. Um, You know, everybody, uh, we all, when you look at those third-party platforms, um, they are one of those things that, you know, it, sometimes it helps to have them because it helps you find those new customers that aren't currently ordering directly from you. Um, and it helps you sort of capture them. And it's important to really leverage those different levers that are gonna help bring new customers to your existing brand. So when you look at things like, those third party platforms or looking at virtual brands or looking at things that you can be doing in the community. It's really important to look at how can I continuously bring new customers sort of inside of my restaurant and expose my brand to those customers to get them to want to try it and get them to keep coming back to you.
0: So I would take a Liberty here, you know, stop me if I go too far. Are you saying that if I have, if I'm working with virtual dining concepts, I can promote my brick and mortar restaurant through that delivery?
1: So, you can promote it through there, but there's a couple different ways that you can sort of use that data, right? Um, you're gonna see new delivery drivers coming in, right? A- and you can work with them to help them promote your brand. You're gonna have uh, customer data, you're gonna see who's ordering from you. Um, we partner with an incredible tech platform called OLO, O L O. And on the back end, we give you access to everything. And I think when we, in the restaurant industry, that doesn't happen. Um, so, we give that to you because we recognize how important it is for you to sort of own your customers and have that data. Um, The other great thing that we offer at Virtual Dining Concepts is we offer a pickup option. Um, And so you can have this virtual brand inside of your restaurant. Again, you don't have to do any marketing for it. You don't even have to do any advertising inside of the restaurant. All we do is we place your address when customers are trying to place an order. And they'll go to that address and they'll be like, wait a minute, this is where Mr. Beastberger is in my local neighborhood. And in that moment, you have the opportunity to capture that customer and talk to them about your existing brand. Um, One of my favorite examples of that is we partner with a regional bowling alley in the Northeast. And for them, it's a great opportunity for them to showcase that Their location is open, it's exciting, the lights are on, there's so many different things that are happening and they have been leveraging that pickup option to showcase to their customers, come see us again, especially since we've missed out on you for the past few months.
0: That is awesome, I didn't even realize that. I I think I know who the brand is and I think there's one about a mile that way, but anyway, uh, we can talk about that offline. So the question is how to successfully operate at you know, the local level for multi-unit brand, they can partner with you. And again, I'm, this is not a sales pitch, like we're just talking <clears throat> um, and they can have a pickup option. So somebody come and walk into their store and be like, Oh, I mean, listen, if I pulled 100 restaurant operators and said, how do you market? Right. 100 of them would ask answer like, Oh, one of the ways we market is people walk in front of our store, right. Foot traffic. <laughs>
1: Mm -hmm. That's That's a way to generate foot traffic, right? Yeah, no, 100%. And I think when when you're looking at sort of these third-party platforms or any of those marketing levers is you want to be leveraging some of those people that have a much larger budget than you do. So looking at national brands and looking at these third-party delivery companies and and looking at these virtual brands, we're marketing at a national level. And those types of marketing dollars and marketing efforts are, are not something that you're expected to do with your individual restaurant or even your regional restaurant. So leverage that and get those customers in that door.
0: That's awesome. What what have you learned in, in this like delivery only concept or virtual brand, whatever people want to call it today, um, in working with third parties that again can help multi unit brands successfully market at the location level? Like what have you, what what insights could you share here?
1: Yeah, uh, I will tell you, you have to have a system inside of that restaurant, right? It has got to be something that your team is fully comfortable with and knows how to actively manage it. Um, The delivery business is an interesting one and there are only so many things that you can control, right? You can only control what happens until that second right before they walk out that door with that bag, and then it's out of your hands. And so it's really on those restaurant operators to what are you doing up until that point to set that order up for success? Are you making sure that it's picked up in a timely manner? Are you, you know, introducing yourself to that delivery driver so they feel sort of obligated to get that order there and get it there in a timely fashion and get it without it dumping all over the car. And um, is your team really going through the quality control to make sure was the order made correctly? Did you follow the modifiers? Did you put everything in the bag and making sure that you have a system for sort of assembling those orders and making sure that that experience that once they gets to that customer is the same one that you packaged up inside of that restaurant and that you're proud of. Um, that's the most important part is you've got to actively manage this and have a system for it inside of your restaurant.
0: Customer service, mo- most people might not agree with this statement, but I believe is an extension of the brand.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100 percent and that's what at the end of the day customer service is what saves all that's what keeps customers coming back you can have a, an absolutely terrible experience but if you handle it the correct way or you go out of your way to sort of make it right um, that is what's going to keep a customer for forever
0: that's awesome what any any other tips or tricks or like for people that I mean look I've spent a year on inside the hood of you know converting from third to first party but any other tips or tricks or tools that you guys have learned that, that you're leveraging that other people could attempt?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think it's definitely getting creative with uh, you know, your marketing efforts and, and getting that brand out there. Um, you know, we've seen great success in sort of partnering with these celebrities and making sure that it's it's well known in the market. Um, But you you have to be looking for those different opportunities to make a difference inside of your sort of four walls. Um, You know, when we look at our existing restaurant space, it's about, you know, it's a team effort when it comes to marketing. Um, And you've got to have everybody inside of your restaurant dedicated to this sort of marketing effort and it's consistency. And I know I'm preaching to the choir when I say that, It, it has to be a part of every single day of what are we doing today that's gonna make a difference in this business, or that's gonna get us another customer in the door, or that's gonna get us another takeout order, another, you know, upsell. It has to be top of mind in absolutely everything that you do.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I, I look, you know, I think that delivery for sure is a reality. Delivery is gonna grow, it's not going away. And the, the third parties are, like them or not, are here to stay. And I look at it this way. To me, Grubhub, Seamless, DoorDash, whatever one you're using, delivery I don't know where you're located. Um, It's an acquisition play, right? It's 100% an acquisition play. And in in what we do in the software sales and the marketing side of business, like nobody likes making cold calls. I don't care how good you are at sales. Nobody likes making cold calls, right? (laughs) Well, we've solved that problem in the restaurant business. DoorDash will make the cold call for you. Yes.
1: Yes. Build it is ribbon, so is- true. It's so true, uh, you know. And and that's the thing is that you know you want to be leveraging them to bring you more customers. But at the end of the day, you can uh, you know we can complain about them all we want, but they are like you said, they're a lever to bring us more customers. But it really falls on us as you know as a restaurant as an operator to take those customers and keep them coming back and giving them the options to a stay in contact with us but B, continue to order from us directly. How do we showcase to them how they can help us as a restaurant to order from us directly and and then not have to use those third-party platforms? Um, You know, those third-party platforms for them, it's just about number of orders that are coming in. It's not necessarily who the orders are going to, that's not the priority. But for us as restaurant operators, it's an opportunity to acquire this new customer and show them everything exciting we have about it. I don't know about you, but throughout quarantine, I was ordering from restaurants I've never been to. I've never, it was just something that was eye-catching on the menu on those third-party platforms. So I would give them a try, but aside from that, I had no idea where they were located. I, I had never seen them before, but now the ones that were crafty with it uh you know they included something in the bag that said order from us directly and get a you know free french fries and i was like okay i I enjoyed my experience i'll order from them again and so it's important to take the time to sort of leverage those to keep those customers coming back
0: what do you what do you? i agree and like for sure in a pre-pandemic world when i was still you know working in the city and commuting and i would order my desk There's probably dozens of restaurants in Manhattan that I've eaten from, but I've never actually been to for sure. Let me ask you this question. What is your thoughts and feel free to be as loose as you want here on multi-unit national or regional brands that are totally okay with customers only using third party. Like I for sure, like I'm on email lists from national brands where I get an email from the brand that says you seamless. And I'm like, I know mean, you want me to order from you. Like, yeah. Uh, thanks for your thoughts there.
1: Gosh, I, uh, I. what's so interesting about the restaurant industry, uh, when you think about sort of pre-pandemic and how for some restaurants, third-party delivery wasn't a thing, online ordering wasn't a thing, and we had to sort of fast track over the last year. Uh, you know, it's something where the restaurant industry, we're still behind in the times sometimes, right? And I think for some of those restaurant operators, yes, they may be getting a, a, you know, incentives from those third party delivery companies to do something like that. Hopefully on the back end, they're finding ways to sort of capture that customer data and convert it. Um, But at the end of the day, the more data we give to the third parties, the more customers you're gonna help them sort of acquire and the less customers that are gonna come directly to you. Those third parties, they're incredibly important to us as restaurant operators. But at the end of the day, everything that we're doing should be focused on how do I get more customers to come directly to me and how am I continuing to sort of grow that? And and so if they're leveraging a third party partnership in that case to just get those customers in the door, right? Get those orders so that they can put an additional sort of, uh, you know, marketing piece inside of the bags, a bounce back to get those customers to come back. um, Then I I can support that, but that can't be the long-term ordering strategy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, everybody can say what they want here, but I think it's complacency. Mm-hmm. Like if I, I'm not that person, but if I worked at, you know, whatever, I'll say at McDonald's or KFC or Taco Bell, like one of these brands. And I now have this third party delivery partnership with Grubhub or DoorDash or whatever. And I'm totally okay with you ordering, just continuing to order from third party, knowing that there's methods to convert them into first party and knowing I have an app and knowing I have an email and knowing I collect, like knowing all these things, if, if I sat there like of course I'd be wanting to convert so why don't they and I think the answer is complacency I think people are freaking lazy if I can be honest like yeah. they're like checking a box you know yeah.
1: and, and, and and I can't hate on it you know from a resources standpoint nowadays if that's if that's all you can do and, and that's your marketing strategy I, you know I, I get it right if that's the only sort of resources and and that's your plan for the next 30 60 days you um, people are doing what they can right now. Um, But I definitely think you've got to be using that as a customer acquisition strategy. And, you know, one month, I get it. But then sort of after that, if you're not seeing direct conversions into getting them to order directly from you, You've got to pivot on it because those fees are expensive. And the problem is, is that you get one customer in the door through third party and then they start bouncing around to all the other restaurants in there. We all get the emails, right? We're all getting the emails of cross-marketing restaurants and you liked this. So maybe try that. Um, it, it, It can it can hurt, but it can also help. So,
0: yeah, I mean, look. I'm going to imagine if you're a a multi-unit brand of any, you know, your 20 locations or more, you probably have loyalty, right? You might have an Mm -hmm. app. You have these ways to acquire and keep me going. I know me, right? And no joke. An hour ago, I went to Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Sorry to talk about another brand on your show here, but I I went to Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) I'm (laughs) from Austin, so. (laughs) Okay. You you probably live near one. There's four (laughs) places. There's four coffee places in my tiny little three square mile town. Four. OK, why I go to Dunkin? Well, first of all, it's around the corner from my house. So convenience for sure is a factor, especially at the QSR level. Right. But number two, their rewards are ridiculous. I so, buy three yeah. or four coffees and I get a free coffee. It's like I don't need anything else. I don't I don't need a sweatshirt or a hat or like, ten, like that's I'm happy with that. Right. But here's the thing. My point here is that I paid with the app. OK, yeah. and I went to Wawa three days ago to get gas and a soda and I could have gone to Sunoco or any mobile. I could have gone anywhere. But why did I go to Wawa? Because I can pay with the app and I can get a reward. Right. Here's the thing. You got to get me. You got to get me into your app and then I will be loyal. I hate that word by the way. I hate loyalty. I wish we had a different term for that. But the point is, is like. If you never transact with Rev, if you never have my email address and my phone number, you don't get me into the app, you don't get me buying and buying and buying. Like, I just, it blows my mind. I'm sorry I'm stuck on this, but like, it blows my mind why large brands would not use the effort to convert you. Like, I just don't understand it.
1: Yeah, well, and and I think that that goes back to, you know, the consistency conversation of uh, how are you talking to your customers on a daily basis and, and you have to have that channel to be able to speak with them, whether it's a text message campaign or it's an email marketing or it's those app push notifications. Everybody has their phone in their hands at all times of the day, right? I think about, you know, when I'm in the office and I bounce, you know, to meetings or I'm traveling or my phone is, it's always in my hand, right? Anytime I walk out of the door, sometimes I bring my phone and not my keys. So what are you doing to get your message in front of individuals through that telephone? And it is 100% the text messages, those app notifications and those email channels. And you have to find a way to capture that information.
0: Yeah, I think you know. We again, the, the the theme here is how do we market at the local level? Well, mm-hmm. I, the answer to almost all restaurant marketing is personalization. Okay, and I always like to qualify that that it is not using a merge tag to have my first name in an email. Like that's not personalization. Okay, <laughs> personalization is meeting me where I am in my customer journey, mm-hmm. right? And if I have, if you have an app with some sort of loyalty and communication, then every time I open that app, you're meeting me where I am. I yep. want to order online. I want rewards. I want to, you know, you can market to me with your new stuff. Again, I'll bring up Dunkin' only because it's the QSR closest to my house. But yeah. I went, I went for a walk the other day, and on the walk, I was like, you know what? I could go for a coffee. And I opened up the Dunkin' app, and it popped up. Hey, it's National Donut Day! Free donut with a coffee. I was like, I am definitely going to Dunkin'. Right? Yeah. Meeting me where I am in the middle of my journey, and the only way to do that is to is to have my customer data who, who am I
1: mm-hmm.
0: n- know what my preferences are and market to me in a mo- at the right time with the right message
1: yeah 100% and and not to go back in the sales pitch mode but uh, <laughs> when you look at virtual dining concepts one of the main players of our strategy and, and this is what we've learned from our you know 200 restaurants that we've been able to test in is that all of our concepts come with a consumer direct website and a consumer direct mobile app. So we provide those channels to be able to continuously engage with those customers based on their ordering habits and, and constantly sort of promoting that consumer direct channel because we recognize how important it is to be able to speak to these customers, you know, either the way that they're ordering or based on what they're ordering.
0: What do you? This is a loaded question. (laughs) Uh, What do you think about a multi-unit brand whose different locations are on different POS systems?
1: Man, it it it's it happens. It's not great, but man, it happens. And and I will tell you, uh, I have been there in many of the positions that I've been in and it, gosh, doesn't it makes you wanna crack your head against a cabinet over and over and over again when you think about it, because it just makes everything that much more difficult. Every menu update, every promotion, every single thing that you roll out. It's not easy to streamline POS systems, but there are a ton of options out there right now that can help some of these multi-unit chains to really streamline it and make it so that it's easier to market and that your data is better. That's the biggest thing when you have multi when you have different POS systems, your data is just not totally accurate 100 percent of the time. Um, and so it's important that you can streamline that because it helps you become it helps you make better decisions.
0: Yeah, I, I was speaking to a multi-unit uh, company the other day and they were like, yeah, all of our franchisees have different POS systems. And I was like, what? I was like, how do you do online ordering? They're like, we don't." And I was like, um, why? And they're like,
1: it's a massive,
0: they're like, it's a massive headache to swap that out. I was like, yes, it is. But some headaches are worth having. Gosh,
1: No, and and that's one that it will, you'll never be able to operate and and grow on to do bigger and better things with your brand without that sort of being streamlined and together. It is just such a critical component of this. And um, when you look at any of the solutions that are out there for restaurant operators right now, so many of them are critical upon integration into the POS and being able to use that data so that you can operate more efficiently and you can make use of that data and you can become a better marketer. But man, it is is tough if you have different pos systems yes <laughs> it is uh even from the promotional standpoint when you think about just trying to run like free french fries with a you know a 30 order it, it, you think about the complexity of having these different pos systems and not only setting up the promotion executing the promotion for that local staff being able to ring it in and prevent theft and make sure that you're trying to you know gauge the performance of the promotion, but just the data on the back end of like, was this worth all of the effort? It just requires that much more effort to try and pull all of that together to prove it worthwhile.
0: Yeah. You got to prioritize not the lowest hanging fruit. You got to prioritize what's the biggest domino, right? (laughs) Like if I knock down this one domino, what is the effect of that? And a, a POS switch in that scenario would probably be one of those big dominoes.
1: Yeah. And there's just, there's so many great options out there when you look at POS systems, because they get it, you know, they know that if they can make it easier for you to implement this, the more likely you are to do it because it is such a big undertaking. There are some great options out there to just streamline it. And it is one simple thread that can pull together finance, operations, marketing, all of that comes together when you have a great POS system, you know, pumping it all through one channel.
0: Awesome. Well, Ke- Kelly, we're wrapping up. I like to keep these under 30 minutes. So we're wrapping up here. I, I appreciate this so much. I love that we had this very like high level 30,000 foot strategy st- type of conversations. I never know where these things are going to go. Sometimes they become very tactical, like do this thing and do this thing and do this thing. And like, you, like those are great. And these are great too. And I'm, I knew we'd have a great conversation. I'm super grateful for you being here today. So with, with that, before we get to how people you know can contact you, any parting shots and anything you want to throw out here to multi-unit marketers?
1: Gosh, consistency. You've got to be doing something every single day to get one more customer, to get one more check. Um, I I would love it if it's adding on a virtual brand, specifically a virtual dining concepts brand, Um, but do something, make your own brand, look at the options, you just can't be complacent with it. There's too many solutions out there to make you a a more profitable operator.
0: I love that, I love that. And here's the thing, and I'm gonna pitch for you now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you if you're a brand or even a single unit operator and you're thinking about getting into the virtual space, right the the delivery only space, just go learn from somebody else. Just yeah. let, let let VDC handle it for you. And if like you learn all the chops in there while you're making money and you want to launch your own on the back of it, that that's the way. I don't know if you appreciate me pitching on top. I of do, but that's I do, what I would yeah. do. like that is exactly what I would do. So yep. let somebody yeah. else. Learn, stand on the backs of giants, learn from somebody else's model. I love it. Awesome. Kelly, thank you so much. If people want to get in touch with you, obviously we're live on LinkedIn here. You're tagged in the post. People could just click your name and DM you. But if people wanted to get in touch to learn more, what would be the, the best way to do that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Head to virtualdiningconcepts.com. Uh, you can request information on there. You can check out some of the brands that we have available, um, or you can, you know, our phone number is posted on there. You can give us a call, and, and we'd love to talk about the opportunity with you. It, it can't hurt to look at a different option. So do something today to make a difference in your business.
0: Awesome. And you heard it here first Rev's Hot Chicken coming to VDC soon.
1: Coming soon. <laughs>
0: Awesome, Kelly. Well, thank you so much. I hope you make it a great taste today. Super excited. Thank you, everybody who tuned in. If you're watching this live, we appreciate that. If you're watching it later and you thought this was great, share it. Just share it with other people. Like it, comment. We appreciate it. Kelly, thank you so much. Bye. Have a great day. Thank you.